Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we get in the Word of God, talk about it, and allow it to change our life. It will and it does. We've been talking this week about giving and our giving to charities. This is a big time of giving in our in our country. These year-end gifts make a big difference to a lot of charities. And so I'd like to finish our talk today four things you can do to recognize that will really help you honor God and that you should bring into your giving, okay? Four very important attitudes. Let's get right into it. Number one, realize that all that you have, all that I have, is from God. This concept is known as stewardship, that we're not owners of anything, but we are stewards, that God owns it all. Indeed, in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, it says that we've been bought with a price. We're not our own. Our very bodies belong to God, much more so the things that we own. So we, our lives, our souls, everything we have, it belongs to God. Nothing we have that we didn't receive. In 1 Chronicles 29 verse 12, we read, Both riches and honor come from you. And you rule over all, and in your hand is the power, and, and in your hand is the power and the might, and it lies in your hand to make great and to strengthen everyone. That's our God. And that's what you should realize that everything you have is from God. Everything you have is God's blessing. You're not an owner, you're a steward. And it's important that in our lives we articulate that in prayer to God, that we acknowledge. God, I belong to you. I've been bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. I'm not my own. I belong to you. And then to go through different things that we have, Lord, my house belongs to you. I'm only a steward of it. It's yours. It's available for you to use however you want. I'll take care of it because you've entrusted it to me. But I realize ultimately it's yours. My car, my wealth, my, my things, my stuff. Everything we have, it really does belong to God. And we're stewards who are to be faithful. Now, we do have responsibility. And interesting, even, interestingly, even earlier in this very chapter, 1 Chronicles 29, David is saying, I have provided the silver and the gold. I've done this. And yet, just 12 verses later, he says, but it's all came from God. And so this is what we realize. All that we have, God has given to us and we want to provide. 1 Corinthians 4, 7, another verse where it says, what do you have that you've not received? And if you've received it, why do you boast as if you didn't? My friends, some of some people I know who watch you have been very successful, and it's very easy to think that all that you have was due to your hard work and diligence, and I'm sure that you were hardworking and diligent and smart, and you, you wouldn't accumulate what you have without that. But always remember, it is the blessing of God that helped develop that hard work, that diligence, that, that he gave you that brain power. Indeed, we wouldn't even be alive without him. And so all that we have comes from him. And that leads to the second point. Number two, you partner with God in your giving. God is the source, and you are the channel of his blessing to others. This is why giving is a very spiritual thing to do. You are partnering with God. He's the source. It all comes from him. Everything you have came from God, as we just saw. And so anything that you pass on to others, you are merely the channel of blessing to other people. 
You're the channel of, of provision that God is the source. You are providing it as the channel that came from him through you. You're a partner with God. You're working with God. He's working through you. What an exciting thing to say. You know, when I when I preach on campus, I'm always aware, God, you're in me. You've got to fill me. You've got to speak through me. You're the one who's speaking. I'm, I'm just the voice. But it's got to be your words that come through. That's what I hope on these daily words and prayer. It's God's word coming through. Not just the word of Tom. It's the word of God. I'm only partnering with God. I'm a vessel with God. We see that in the area of teaching or witnessing or serving. Do you see that in the area of your money? I hope you do, because to be giving is just as spiritual of an activity, you partnering with God, as it would be to stand up on Sunday and preach in your pulpit or to lead a crusade or to witness or whatever it is. These are all things we do them in partnership with God. Don't separate out and think that when it comes to money, this is a secular thing. Involve God in all aspects of your life and realize that all service, everything you're doing, you and God, you're doing it together. You're co-workers with God. He's the source, your channel. Together, you're partnering to provide blessing to other people. Number three, that leads to this. Therefore, give to things that God cares about and that he puts on your heart. Now, this week, I've talked a lot about the importance of giving to it's separating out, making a distinction between your church and a charity that's given to the poor and needy and charitable gifts that are given to those who have causes you believe in, all right? And, I, and in discussing that idea of the cause, I've obviously emphasized some things that our ministry is involved in, preaching the gospel, taking the gospel out to the people and instead of simply expecting them to come to us. Um, and focusing on the youth and things of this nature, giving to those who've helped you and blessed you. But I, w- I do want to be clear, our God's a big God, and there's a lot of things on his heart. And there may be things God has put on your heart to give to that don't fit into what I just said, uh, those four things that I said earlier that relate to our ministry. And so I want to encourage you to seek God and allow God to put things in your heart. Some of you give generously to pro-life ministries, and you know we obviously speak out on the pro-life issue on the campus, but it wouldn't be fair to say we're a pro-life ministry. Some of you are very interested in giving to those who are poor or maybe suffered as a result, you know, hurricane or, or disaster relief or famine or poverty or third world developing nation issues, providing water or education. All of these things, if God puts this on your heart, those are things God cares about. Those are things that matter to God. And so what we want to do is we want to seek God and we want to ask God, God, what's important to you? I want, so I want to be clear that the, the priorities that I articulated throughout this week, I do believe are scriptural priorities, but I don't think they're exclusive scriptural priorities. And so as God puts things on your heart, give. I, did, I have said earlier, and I do want to make sure that, that you're not manipulated into giving. It's very easy, very easy to, to, to uh, tug at the heartstrings in ways that cause us to not give strategically, but it is important that we be generous people, and there's so many different places that are doing good work that are in need of financial help. And so seek God. God, I'm a partner with you because you're the source, and I'm just a channel. 
I do want to give to the things that, God, you say are important. At the same time, I realize, God, you will put things on my heart. It's you who are doing that. I'm praying and I'm asking, I'm walking with you. And so the burdens on my heart, I'm trusting they come from you. All right. I, I do want to make a comment here. I know there are different movements about giving to the universities and being on the university. I, I don't judge anyone for how they give your money. I really don't. But I do want to say this. If you're giving to your university, I might encourage, uh, I, I appreciate the good work they do. I appreciate the research that the benefit we have that comes from our university, some elements of our universities. And I also am appalled at some, at some ways in which our universities are destroying our youth and brainwashing them in anti-Christian, vehemently anti-Christian ideas. Be careful about giving money to secular institutions. And particularly, maybe that could be directed specifically to departments that, that you think are really beneficial, have benefited you, or you'd like to see benefit others. If you're going to give there, do that. But I, I might encourage, think twice about the university giving. There's strong fundraising uh, programs they have. Some of them I know are, you know, some of them have like hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars in their endowment funds. And a lot of these students are getting in huge debt. And what are they teaching them? I don't want to get off topic. Just be careful. Make sure where you're giving are things that matter to God as well. And then finally, honor God from the first year wealth, not the leftovers. As we talk about partnering with God and giving in ways that honor God. Years ago, I heard a message about uh, regular giving, our, our regular giving to our church, our monthly giving. We, I give from the, from personally, we give a tithe of our uh, monthly income, um, our monthly salary that I receive. Uh, to our church. But then we also give extra and above that free will offerings that we give particularly primarily to ministry organizations. And in my case, uh, money that I make from any investments or anything outside of my, my, my salary, we have some rental income, for instance, I give that to, that's where I give of that to ministries. And then sometimes God causes this one message says, God God leads us to give something ridiculous. There have been some times when I gave ridiculously. It made no sense. Like I emptied my whole bank account, for instance, and gave it to God and gave it to a certain project or a certain ministry that there was a, a need to do. And they were, I believed in what they were doing. And, and it's like that made no sense. It was ridiculous. And I've done that a number of times in my life. And uh, <laughs> I remember one time giving and and about a week later, realizing, you know, our car is breaking down and we're going to need to get another car sometime. And I just gave all our money away. Sometime I'll share the story about how God provided a brand new car. I'd never gotten a new car. And after we did that, God gave us a brand new car. Now, I'm not, I'm, I'm not one of these guys that says, give it all away and watch what God will do. But sometimes God may lead you to give ridiculously and he may have something up his sleeve that he wants to bless you with as you bless others. So three types of giving, your regular giving, sometimes it's free will to additional, additional ministries that you really believe in, uh, and then sometimes even something ridiculous. That's not normal. That's not typical. That's probably not your regular lifestyle, but it might be something you do on occasion. I have at times. Sometimes I'll share that with you. It's pretty encouraging stories. Father in heaven, we bless you today, and we thank you that you bless us, that we might be a blessing to others. 
Hallelujah. What a great God. How wonderful that we can partner with you. You're the source of everything. All the silver, all the gold, all the oil, all the minerals, all the food, everything that's grown, the cattle on a thousand hills, it all belongs to you. Lord, we don't need to give any of this to you because you're not, if you were hungry, you wouldn't tell us. You have it all. But we thank you that you use us to do your work. And you have entrusted each one of us with certain number of resources, some with, with fewer and some with incredible amount of resources. And wherever we are in life, Father, whether you've entrusted us with, with like five meanings, three or one, wherever we are, we want to be faithful and we want to honor you. And we want to honor you from the first, not the leftovers. We don't want to give you just what we don't need. But Lord, even sometimes that we'd give sacrificially because we believe in what you are doing. We believe in your work. We want to build your kingdom. And we thank you, Jesus. You are the ultimate example that you gave of yourself, that though you are rich, you became poor, that we might become rich, that you might, you generously gave us your salvation. And we thank you. Thank you. You have made each one of us in Christ. You have filled us with spiritual riches. And Lord, some of us have more material wealth than others, but all of us are wealthy in Christ. And I pray we would live in that and have that abundant joy that comes from knowing that you have made us, you have blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Thank you, fathers. We've talked about this series and giving. I pray for our ministry. I pray for our churches. I pray for every person, Lord, who's given themselves to the work of God, that you would provide for them uh, graciously, generously, and build a teamwork, build their, bless those who give generously, bless those who give sacrificially, bless those who give faithfully, and bless the ministries that are doing your work, provide all they need to do it with excellence, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Okay, folks, thanks for being along with us today. I hope you've enjoyed this series on giving. If, you've, if you're new today, you can go to the last, search on YouTube, Tom the Preacher, you'll find my channel. And there you can find the, the last five days as we've gone through and talked about some of these ways to give strategically in, in, um, in your giving at this time of year or any time. I know our ministry, we, all, we, we count a lot on these end of the year gifts, but we count mostly on those who give monthly and commit to doing so. And if you're in that, if that's one of you, I'm so grateful. Thank you for being a part of that. If you want to know more about our ministry, go to my website, TomThePreacher.com. All one word, TomThePreacher.com. You can find out more about us there, okay? So if you're new, welcome. I hope you will subscribe and join our channel and be with us regularly. If you're here, if you are part of our regular community, I love you. I always love in the chat seeing who's who checks in so I know who I'm talking to. I can see your faces, and it really helps me give this message, okay? God bless you. I love you. Until we meet tomorrow, might the Lord strengthen you, fill you with grace, courage, love, faith, and wisdom. All right? We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.